0: Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care.
2: Hello and welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors, who will do you a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Michael's here to say Will's Probate Conveyancing. Yep. Will's Probate Conveyancing. Thank you very much. Well, else do at Levi's do that's good? Perhaps
3: sell some of the other services, licensing, mm-hmm. uh, legal costs services. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Commercial property disputes. Do you think commercial um, dispute resolution?
2: Moscow's here as well. Do you think the uh, the spat between I say spat it could be entirely fabricated? In Chilino's head on Thursday morning, we learned that Chelino was saying bad things about Radrazani about loans and things like that. Do you think maybe Levi's could intervene there and sort out if there's if there is a commercial property dispute or some sort of loan dispute? Maybe they could mediate.
3: He's got Johnny Coconuts, hasn't he, in his corner. That's Uh, true. He was was always very successful in his legal cases at Leeds, wasn't he? It's funny, I asked Moscow, and you you spoke. I know Moscow doesn't like to talk about the, uh, he doesn't like to muddy himself with commercial, you know, commercial reads, does he? Whereas, come to me, a professional. You will sell anything. Exactly.
2: What do you think about Levi's listers? They're great. Why? You see,
3: it's not easy, is it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think he chooses to not make it easy. should open the website, that's what I do. (laughs) have a little read. 10% 10% discount on your legal fees, uk forward slash the square ball, 10% discount on your legal fees, to reiterate once again, and thanks to Levi's for their support, and tolerance for Michael's abysmal reads, and Moscow's refusal to bend to commercial demands. <laughs> Staring at me. Right, fine, let's get into it then. Slightly abridged weekly show this week, just catching up on the news, and yeah, and the news is that two of our former owners are apparently engaged in some sort of dispute. Don't know what that's about. It all seems a bit silly, doesn't it? Sort it out, silly boys. I actually didn't know about this until two minutes ago. So when... It came from the very reliable sport witness oh. uh, where Cellino I think oh, they're reporting anyway I don't know if he's been speaking to um, Gazetta in uh, in Italy so it's in Italian so you might have to stick it through Google Translate. Long story short appears to be that he's suggesting Radrazani took a loan from him, Cellino, in order to buy Ellen Road back way back when there are scheduled loan payments due and he has missed his annual payment as of the back end of of August, so I think Cellino is claiming he might seize the shares of Sampdoria given that he already owns Brescia I believe, mm. I don't know if that would be allowed, but then we can watch this unfold from a distance and not get embroiled in it, is what I'm saying I
3: was going to say, really, if those two want to involve themselves in a lengthy and costly legal dispute with Leeds United playing no part in it, I'm kind of fine with that
0: We are sort of involved in it because it kind of suggests that Rad Rizzani has not fully paid back Cellino for Elland Road. He sold it since then. Yeah, so that's oh, interesting. Well, or that's has fine.
2: he? We don't know that he has,
0: or has he just tried to secure a loan
2: against it using uh, using it as collateral?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, Chilino seems to be under the impression that that's happened. I don't know if, you know, in Chilino's world, he's just woken up and seen the papers from May and he's like, seeing what they're reporting, they say that he's going to use a lot he's about to buy Sampdoria using a loan raised on Elland Road and he just doesn't realise that three months have passed since that <laughs> news report. And um, just woken up and seen it. It's quite, yeah. it's
3: quite possible he's woken up and still thinks he owns Leeds United.
0: Yeah, Depending on the
3: the length of night
0: he's had. He does say that Frederick has never been punctual with paying any of these instalments on the loan. So yeah, it does raise the question. You know, it is always a bit who actually owns Elland Road and why it needs to be kept in a separate holding company, which is kind of standard practice anyway. But and then why? Like, because Chilino could never afford to buy Elendrode, but then he's had to loan the money to Radriczani so he could buy Elland road And everyone's like, oh, Radriczani's done what Chilino could never. And then it's funny that Chilino, I would have expected, I mean, if I was Massimo Chilino, maybe there was corporate agreements at the time keeping him quiet, but I would have made sure everybody knew that um, at least, because what did Elendrode cost to buy back? Like 20, 25 million? And yeah, that was about 20 million. If 9 million of it's was paid by Cholino, was given to Radvitzani to buy it. It gets forgotten now with the sort of how Radvitzani took over, but we were so close. If we'd got promoted under Gary Monk, they were going to carry on as 50-50 owners in the Premier League.
2: That could have been fun, couldn't
0: it? Yeah, I mean, as Alternate Realities go, that could have been absolutely cracking. It's kind of a shame that this has happened after Radvitzani deleted his Twitter account in a, a tizzy, because... He's now got plenty. I'm sure he would be burning to say, or probably not now because it's half eleven in the morning. But if it gets half eleven at night, I'm sure he'd probably be thinking of loads. I'll oh, just give me. He's probably he'll be there. Be there in twelve hours to uh, whoever is around and go. Oh, can i just borrow your phone and go on Twitter. Like, no, but I did notice yesterday that Gary Monk is still on Twitter. I'd thought about Gary Monk for a while, apart from oh, he's, he's blocked us. Doing now. Um, so we kept calling him a snake, <laughs> and he's just had his. Uh, uh, well his most recent tweet for some reason X were like this is the most interesting tweet you should look at today and it was him saying that his Instagram account had been deleted for no reason mm-hmm. so he'd opened he'd started another one and he seems to be doing some kind of training camp thing with the group uh, yeah he's got a lot of uh, was there a group there did he refer to them as the group not like I remember seeing but mm-hmm. that's never far from his lips
2: hey in other Italian news Willy Nonto gone off the boil have he now Seeing that Gazetta reporting on that as well he is not the same player as when summoned as a surprise by Mancini over a year ago. More timid, he forgoes incursion with dribbling, perhaps because he is not in great condition. Plus, a misjudged chance, fumbling before the shot. So he's over then. Missed training for a bit, didn't he? Mm. That
3: can't have helped. No. Missed, he was just, you know, kicking a ball into an empty goal, wasn't he? at thought Parch doing some laps and
2: stuff. It was like that um, that scene in The Simpsons where what's-his-face is chucking
0: the frisbee to himself. He kind of stopped taking people on when uh, Gratheo was here, didn't he? He he ended up looking all disappointed at the bench whenever he had to pass. And um, I don't know if he's still got the hangover from from having to change his style of play from those first few months when he was absolutely incredible. But um, yeah, let's hope we've not kept the, the wrong one, although Sinistera looked pretty rubbish for Columbia as well. So mm. Bournemouth's problem. Oh yeah, he's, um,
2: he's had an absolute stinker of a time as Sinistera, hasn't he? That's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. Still yeah. ours technically, so we obviously want him to perform well. Yeah,
0: yeah. He yeah? came Anyone? on. As,
2: he came on as a sub
0: against. Were well, they playing against Chile? And it was nil nil. And they could have done with winning that. But he had a golden sort of six yard box chance where he could have just stroked across into the net. And instead, he kind of tripped over the ball and then did a big impression of like, "Oh no, that's what I meant to do." And then did his knee ligament snap. They that? didn't. But no. he then he was trying to uh, recover the situation by styling it out and squaring it to somebody else. But um, his pass went about like five yards behind him, so that didn't work either. So he managed to mess it up twice in like 10 seconds. Oh dear, that's a mm. shame. Other
2: South American news. See that Marcelo Bielsa has been found out already. The Bielsa burnout has started, unfortunately, for Uruguay. What a shame.
3: Burned out at altitude.
2: Yeah. I suppose his style probably has not helped by
3: playing at several thousand feet, is it? But yeah. He won his first game against Chile, although it was nothing to do with him, he said. Um... He <laughs> never does, does he? But then, uh, but then, yeah, they did lose in Ecuador. But then South American qualifying is weird because Ecuador always do well at home because they play it in Quito. And likewise, Bolivia, even though they're mainly terrible because they play at La Paz. When they have home games, they actually tend
2: to do pretty well. So, Should they be made to put a big tent over the stadium and change the air pressure? I mean, there are other cities in Ecuador. Probably
3: easier to play in one of them if you don't want to play it. There's coast and stuff. That's pretty close to sea level, yep. generally
2: speaking. Mm-hmm. Play at one of them. They sort of do put the coast, yeah. Yeah, that's where they keep it. Near the seaside, yeah. Yeah, it's a good idea, that. Mm. Mm, very good. So, yeah.
3: Did you watch one of these games, Moscow? I did. I must admit, I did try to find a stream for the Ecuador game, because it was at 10, I think the other game kicked mm-hmm. up at midnight, and I thought, nah, not for me. I couldn't get one that loaded, played for more than like 10 back, seconds at That passed your bedtime. It is really, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't find any. There were streams out there, I think, for the Chile game, but um, yeah, I'd gone to sleep. So, and that's how committed I am to um, Marcelo Bielsa, but saw the highlight, there was a decent amount of Alex, and you just had to look at the goals and weep. The cutbacks, things like that. Yeah, and also just the the way they looked like they were playing really good football, which I kind of miss. (laughs) I miss really good football. Although we are, you know, we are getting back to signs of it this season, I think it's just um, particularly, it was all the moment for it, wasn't it? Because after we'd been hearing from your pal Angus about why Bielsa had Gone and kind of revisiting that stuff. and Then here he was. He wanted
2: a, he wanted two hundred million pound players in every position. Said Angus. Yeah, and I think wanted, that's
0: what he said. He wanted them all in one transfer window as well, didn't mm-hmm. he? So that's the just what an unreasonable bastard Bealstrois was. Anyway, it's just funny as well that he managed to get Uruguay playing absolutely brilliantly immediately, and then denied all of it. So, <laughs> yeah, and even very on brand. You got from the uh, the defeat to Ecuador. There should have been a penalty in the last minute. Did he remind us that the officials have a very difficult job to do? Yeah, he basically said it wasn't definitive in the game and pointed out that Ecuador had already missed a penalty, so should have been 3-1 up. So uh, Uruguay scoring a penalty right at the end of the game didn't matter. And, well, it did matter because they missed the penalty and that would have made it 2-2 and that's a World Cup qualifying point, but we know what he's like about the referee, the colleagues... The referee, he changed his attitude. I always loved listening to him saying that stuff and then contrasting it with him constantly getting sent off for just screaming about referees' mothers to their faces when he was a, a younger manager.
3: The one that should have been a penalty, Luis Suarez was tweeting about it, because incredible or something, he, uh, he what, tweeted what, what does that mean? Uh, I can't remember. I, I, I don't speak Spanish. Just a minute. Let
2: I me mean, just open Google. Translate. But um,
3: Yeah, it was very yeah. similar to the one... Um, that happened to Rasmus Christensen at the start of last season where and happened with Scum recently where a keeper just comes out and can do what he wants Yeah. so you're like I mean it's, it's, it's probably looking at a prison sentence if you if you were to do because he sort of if he did he, it in the street he kind of punches him in the face and then slams him into the ground by his head like you did
0: that that old granny it's quite vicious yeah we, yeah. we could have the uh, VAR mic'd up from the Scum games we don't give those <laughs> why we, not? we don't give them for contact Checking oh, well, badge.
3: It's good if we didn't do to Eddie Howe. He'd have been looking at, he'd have definitely been looking at time inside.
0: Yeah. Suarez is funny. What I did watch with Bielsa was his uh, pretty much press conference where he's basically yelling at everybody about why he's not speaking to Suarez and Cavani. And he's, if you do miss Bielsa, he is hilarious on this topic. He's been so stubborn for really probably no reason whatsoever. He said when he first took over Uruguay, everyone's like, Are you going to talk to Suarez and Cavani? Are you going to talk to Suarez and Cavani? He says, Well, I, I'm ready. I will listen to what they want to communicate to me about continuing the team. And then time comes around and they're like they're both saying, well, we haven't spoken to him, he's not phoned us. And so the, the press conference, he's like, I know the press, everybody is calling me a liar because I said I would phone up these players and I have not. And I never said I would phone them up. I said I would listen to what they had to say. And they both said in the press that they're available to play for Uruguay so I don't need to bother them with a phone call because that's all I would have asked them.
2: Logically, impossible to argue with, that's the
0: point. And he's also saying that they talk a lot, and he's not really talking, he's not criticising the players for doing it, he's criticising the press for constantly publishing coverage of Suarez and Cavani. So he's like, the other thing I might might ask them is what condition they're in, how fit they are, but you have quotes from them in the paper every single day talking about how their knees are and whether they can play so many times a week. So I don't need to bother them they will not want me to phone them up and ask them things that I already know the answers to. So out of respect for those two, because you've already told me what they have to say, I'm not phoning them. So you should not now be ba- badgering I, me I just about phoning them. I love how he transcends the way that the media operates and just points out the stupidity of it
2: all. And you just go, yeah, it's impossible to argue with. You're, you're absolutely spot on. Right, you mentioned Rasmus actually there. We'll come on to him in a moment or two after we've travelled a little bit further north on the American continent and marvelled at Brendan Aronson's free kick against Oman Mm. for uh, the United States. Which is what the
3: keeper said as it went past him. Oh,
2: man. And what was it described as a stunner, the USMNT Twitter account?
3: They were joking, weren't they? You'd hope so, wouldn't you? I mean, the keeper could... If he'd stood still, he could have kicked this. He could have just kicked this clear because he didn't have any pace on it and it was straight at him, but he somehow made it look massively complicated. It was fully... Rob
2: Kavid valed in wasn't it and to Brendan's credit he did look slightly embarrassed by the fact that it had gone in
3: he did and, it, and there was a post-match interview with him as well where he was like yeah it was yeah it was shit <laughs>
2: straight through the wall straight <laughs> was, through the keeper it was more or
3: less what he said but um, I did feel a bit sorry for him in his interview reminding me he's
2: not such a bad lad really See, he's absolutely fine I right? know he's he, absolutely
3: fine just he's fine as of, a footballer I just got sick of watching him play football last year but,
2: yeah. but then you could say the same for all of them couldn't you
3: very true I did feel less sympathetic towards Weston McKinney who appeared behind him during the interview. And I just thought, oh,
2: fuck off you. Weston McKinney should, and in an alternative reality, would have been a legion United folk hero. You know that? Potentially. Yeah. Because he's a cheeky young scamp, isn't he? Playful. Mm. The, with shades of Mateus Click in terms of his doesn't take it all that seriously approach towards the sport. But unfortunately, that seemed to like spill over into his actual approach to the game into on the diet, field. Into
3: his diet and his effort
2: yeah something like that but we don't need to rake over those calls again do we should we talk about Rasmus Christensen
3: he's on his way back isn't he was left out of the Denmark squad back in he's playing did the coach have a
2: road to Damascus moment it's and thought well. we've got we've got to bring this guy back in so he can show us his skills I think some people got injured right And he did show his skills though he did he uh,
3: received a one out of five from tipsbladden which I believe is a, a Danish website
2: tipsbladet it says here or is that just a typo by you? Blood Bladet. Yeah. What did I say? Bladen.
3: Blood or oh, whatever. Yeah. Full of wrong passes and bad decisions. Um, and he, he got two out of six elsewhere,
2: which was good. Yeah. Where? Um, extra Bladet. I'll, I'll say that because Michael just committed another race hate crime against the Danish. Sorry, Danish people. Yeah, they give him You're a fine th- people apart from the Schmeichel family. So, yeah. so one, out, one out of five from Tips Bladet and Extras
0: Bladet Give him... Two out of six. Right, well, fair enough. Getting an early, stupid yellow card. Who's, who has a star system out of six? And generally struggling at both ends. Hmm.
2: Who, who has a star system out of six? Extra blooded. I think, has Just Eat gone to six stars? I think it might have done. It's like, you know, the um, Burj Al Arab in um, in Dubai. People talking about like the mm. only seven-star hotel at the time. It's like, it's not a seven-star system. You don't just get to add <laughs> stuff on, do you? Can do that pushing boundaries those guys yeah and like it's like the rating system on like um, Apple Podcasts you give us five stars don't you you don't give us six or seven although we're probably worth it
3: although we did I didn't notice because I get a weekly update from Chartable which is a like a the aggregate podcast reviews and would
2: by Spotify that now you know oh is it, it is.
3: we'd got a four star review which is generally very positive but someone did say it's blighted by adverts for like the US Immigration Service who are a bunch of scumbags um, right. so sorry about that don't join them because it was like a recruitment thing to join that. Yeah, I mean, there's not I a lot just, we can do I about that. I just say don't.
2: That's just, the ads has been sold, isn't it? We don't know what they are. They just appear. Certainly hasn't dealt with Homeland Security in any way, shape, or form for a number of years. It's we also. are now
0: never flying to America
2: again. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Or doing a Ronaldo, as it's otherwise hmm. known.
0: Small details are big surfaces? Tight corners or odd shapes? Flat, rounded, textured, or tall? Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because rust new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from rust
1: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Moving on, where else have we got? Let's, uh, should we talk about some of our shiny newer toys who've signed in this transfer window? Ethan Ampadu, for example. We like him, don't we? He's good. Good for Wales too. Mm-hmm. It's
0: his birthday today. Is it? Yeah. What have you got him? I think they all had a nice time with South Korea that looks good because that was very friendly friendly was the Latvia game a friendly as well or was that qualification now I suspect it was a qualifier but I, I'll be honest I, with, I
3: didn't know who England were playing until the games came around
0: and old uh, Joe Rodden Joey Rodden that would be his punk name uh, both seem to be having a, a nice time playing good games of football in professional manners good
2: <laughs> yeah that's all we ask from them isn't it really under the terms of their contract. And Ilya Gruev played in a 2-1 defeat in Montenegro. Glenn Kamara, 23-minute sub-appearance, in a win versus Kazakhstan, we got a, in a defeat uh, against Denmark. What did he get, Danes? Three stars out of eight. We got a little hint from
0: Gruev that was quite interesting because he mentioned that he's he was happy to be playing in midfield against Montenegro because he's sick of playing in central defence. I don't know, that suddenly had me... I'd not realised that he could do that. It suddenly had me going, like, oh, it could, you couldn't... You play central defence. Do you any good at left left back? Is he tall enough? To be honest, is I don't if, I don't know if I'm casting him casting
2: him in my mind in the same image as Stephen McPhail, who was always quite small
0: and left foot one day,
2: which is possibly what's happening here.
0: I'm struggling a little bit with Ilya Gruev because his purchase was immediately overshadowed by Glenn Kamara coming, Jaden Anthony coming, Louis and Sterra going. He kind of he was the quiet one. And so I really, I feel like I don't know anything about him. It takes a while to get used to players. I was looking at some photos of Leeds players to put one on the blog and there was a player warming up against, who did we play at home? You see, I can't remember who we've, who we've played football matches against. Who did we play at home? Sheffield Wednesday. I was looking at this guy going, I don't know who this is. <laughs> uh, Joe Roden, that was. And I feel like, I, like I, I know something about how Joe Roden plays and I can pick him out on the, the match. I think his tattoos weren't visible, so I didn't know. But yeah, I was looking at him and it just, none of it kind of uh, was clicking with my mental image of Joe Roden, so I was struggling. But then, yeah, Gruv is like... He's six foot one, by the way. Right, so he can play. He's tall enough. See, I wouldn't have known. I'd, in my mind, assumed probably like a McFailish kind of player, like about five foot seven. I can sort of mentally picture him on the ball, on the turn. Doing yeah, i like the same a, as
2: doing a Mark Rocker.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But beyond that, I've yet to, it'll click once he starts, if he starts playing some games. Because that's the other thing that I was thinking about him. I don't know why. I was just mulling him over and thinking about how little I knew about him. And rather than doing anything about that, I just kind of wallowed in the thought. But about, um, I know Martin Heaton ended up playing quite a few games. And this is going back a long time. But you do get those players sometimes who just don't really do anything. <laughs> Because we've signed the midfield now is Ampadu, Kamara. Are you writing Grove Gray, off already? Groove. No, not writing him off at all. But if Ampadu and Kamara both have the season that they should have and if Gray is the Ballon d'Or winner that he's going to be, he is definitely back up. But every signing now, and it can be a double-edged sword and it often happens with some of the signings over the years, especially when it's not like an under-21 signing or something, Bit of a fanfare. Like, right, can't wait to see him going. What if we, done, if we don't actually see him, if he's... Well, like if he never sub, he never plays? He might play, but, you know, just a sub here and there and, you know... I think he's going to play some appearances. games. I think he will, but I was just pondering.
3: On loan to cultural Leonese by January.
0: Mm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so no, he's he'll, a he'll, he'll play. He's a funny one. Werder, I didn't realise Werder Bremen had such a nice green and green version of that Denmark-Aston Villa kit. I should have by the stayed way. and worn
3: that it's beautiful Talk, talking of centre-backs I can't let it pass um, have you been do you follow Pascal Strauch on Instagram? Uh, yeah but I don't look at it very often did you see how handsome he looked on that picture? Oh, I did see that you know, yeah. let just to add to that picture look at him the suave bastard that's in Paris that is Is it? imagine yeah. being in Paris with that that's basically I, I'm basically preg- I'm pregnant
0: what a life what? I did pregnant. see that um, collection yeah. of photographs and it is basic it's his trip to Paris made to look as if you know, I now want to go on holiday to Paris with Pascal like, <laughs> What would you talk about? Uh, mayonnaise. That's Belgian, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so I'll see. <laughs> <laughs> can't argue with that. No,
2: you can't. The kids will be excited. The uh, The FIFA slash rebranded to EAFC 24 ratings are out for Leeds United. Some players have been given some numbers. Kids live and die by this stuff. It's very important. Yeah, Pervader does. As the owner of a 12-year-old boy, he numbers everything.
3: Pervader has gone up. I did find I remember the video of him being really disappointed with his own rating going around the training ground going sixty two man. I can't believe it. And Barry Douglas going, You'll you'll you get above seventy. That's so how
0: many points are on his license. <laughs> yeah, I was
3: gonna say. Yeah, yeah, just just keep going. But he's um he's up to sixty eight <laughs> now. And and according to this, Pat Bamford, Dan James and Melier are our best three players. Gold they are, like Spandau
0: Ballet. Why does Kiko Kasia have a rating?
3: No, that was just from the video. I went and watched oh, the... Oh, right, okay. Sorry, they're, they're from going back to watch the video. That was just to, for comparison purposes to see where they've gone. So Bamford's actually gone up since young Ian was going around the training ground. Why? I mean, that's it's a question. He's got an England cap now, hasn't he? I think, I that, I think so. that was before the first Premier League season. All that... oh,
0: right. yeah. So he, he scored 15 goals in the Premier League and got an England cap since mm. then. It se-
2: seems to me my observation on this is that the people who make FIFA slash EA twenty four when they don't really know what to do, they just give everybody a seventy three or a seventy four. Yeah, we're all about seventy, aren't we? Yeah, like we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players on seventy four, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven on seventy three. It's like oh, we will make him. And about then that. at sixty four, Archie Gray, probably the the best player in the world. But he's going to have high. I mean, this works on like potential as well. But so he's, he's already got, better than that. Yeah, he is. You're right, but the game. Analysts won't know enough about him yet, will they? But they will to get to know. Well, Poor they will do this day. season. But I bet he's got a high,
0: very high potential. Poor old Darko J. B. Mm-hmm. Bottom of the lot with sixty-two. Matteo Joseph sixty-three.
3: Is this going to cause waves in your house then? No,
0: no.
2: Does he not play as Leeds because they're
0: all no, no, rubbish
2: players? Does but obviously you go and sign Harland, don't you? Give Leeds a billion quid, sign Harland. That's the way to do it.
0: It helps to uh, understand. Groove has seventy-one. Yep. So that's gradually building up the, the picture in my mind well the guy will never play he might well no, he probably will compared to kind of Martin Heaton who just turned up million quid was always a backup played quite a few games it's the quite first good team. Though. yeah exactly hmm. he wasn't signed as like a big headline grabber it, he was always kind of signed we've, we've got a really useful backup from Austria so instead of a load of players who just got our backs up from Austria Hey,
2: thank you I appreciate oh. it it's good yeah, it's very good uh, have you seen that we're in Europe? We've qualified for Europe, despite being in the uh, in the Champo? I did get briefly excited in the,
3: about this, thinking, oh, we can, maybe we could go to an away game in Europe, but to watch under-21s. All the games played in England. Oh, why would you do that? I don't know. Seems unfair,
0: doesn't it? Yeah. The, it's the Premier
3: League International Cup.
0: That'll be why, because Premier League have organised it. It's not uh, has anybody
2: uh, told them that we're not
3: in the in Premier, Premier League
0: anymore? anymore? We're in PL2. Come on, stop splitting. It's a
3: 2016 division. If the Premier League one was 2016, we'd still be in it.
2: Mm. that's a good point so make it bigger make it however big
3: it needs to be to encompass 15th in the championship
2: there is an argument you know like they're looking at the Champions League now and they're saying right we're going to give like historic points basically a chance to give like if AC Milan don't qualify one year we'll mm. we'll put them in because we like them and they've got money or whatever I think while that's corrupt and wrong if the Premier League do want to do that and start giving out sort of historical places like we were, we were the, the champions of the division mm. At the launch of the Premier League, we were founder members of the Premier League. Surely, if anyone's getting a, a free pass in there, a guaranteed place, it should be us at Oldham. To be a step up from,
3: I think they probably get annihilated for the first season. Yeah. But, you know, then the Premier League money comes.
2: All right, I'll put it to them. Should we give that? A go or do again? you
3: go right back to the first ever football league? Because we've just pulled that table up. Accrington in there. Teams like
2: Wanderers and mm. Royal this and
3: Royal that not in the first ever football league, actually. They're all quite normal looking teams. They used to win the FA Cup, didn't they? I think it, did the FA Cup predate that? You know this stuff, Moscow. You,
0: you were there then, weren't you? You remember it. It's quite a nice tournament, this Premier League International Cup. Why is he not indulging us? The Because you're right, it's got some appeal. It doesn't need the away trips, really, because we play Nice and we play Hutter Berlin. That wasn't very French. And we play Sparta Prague and we play PSV Eindhoven. Those are four pretty solid kind of tempting European fixtures uh, it does hark back to our own little European adventures
2: doesn't it with PSV and Sparta. Pra- I think that's why I saw it and I was like oh I could go to Prague and- to watch Leeds that'd be fun <laughs> you, you formulate let me guess you formulated a three or four day away trip <laughs> without your family with us uh, yes around uh, when, watching um, well probably not even Matteo Joseph and you'll do extensive research trying to find out where Prime is cheapest because you're going away from the tourist haunts so and you just want to, you want to pay cheap prices for your pints and you get leathered for three days and then come back to your family who you resent you've seen right through me <laughs> so that's that isn't it then that's the week in Legion United news we're going to preview the upcoming Millwall game in, uh, in the show with Phil which will be uh, be on Friday he's got that honour now apparently reckons to know stuff about football so we talked to Phil about that
3: it's Millwall isn't it we know what's going to happen
2: nah not this time
3: probably lose they'll do
2: some turkey stuff it's going to be tedious you think so I think we go there and we, and we win yeah we'll see yeah, I don't know if we're going to... Are we wearing white or are we are going to be in the uh, the pink and yellow affair? I think that would annoy Millwall more, mm. that third kit. you Have seen Chelsea's away kit? The blue one, you mean? Mm. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Have you seen that? Chelsea, who play at home in blue, have got an away kit that is blue. Oh, that's a good idea. Which is, I mean, Wimbledon did it the other year, didn't they? They had two blue kits, like a, a, a blue one and then a darker blue one. Oh, wow, I see it. Yeah, that
3: could pass
0: as a home kit. Yeah, easy. Yeah, and they've got a third kit that's, I think it's kind of... Blue. Mint it's not far from blue it's a sort of light green yeah so I don't know what they're playing at still not sponsored though losers
2: they seem like a
3: well-rounded club everybody hates them you have to say mm. they know what they're
0: doing yeah very in
2: control mm. aren't they yeah. the Man United away kit as well have you seen that thing the, the green number which is a contrast to somebody who's playing in red is not easiest it's not the easiest for somebody who's colourblind who's red green colourblind to, to pick them apart although the stripes not a handsome thing
3: no
0: that Chelsea kit's horrible mm. I'm just looking at it
3: and our kit's nice
0: yes and uh, yellow admiral shirts are still available from the squareball.net. Also nice, Yeah. even nicer, even nicer. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, and cheaper. They are cheaper. Mm. Yeah, not because
2: they're any worse. <laughs> no, because we we're, we're responsible. We, we don't mark up the price hideously. That's why. We're good people's. <laughs> what are you <laughs> okay. snorting at, Normanton? Is that everything? Then is that round uh, rounding up the news for this week? The international roundup. I think so. Good. Well, are you looking forward to the action resuming again this weekend? I enjoyed having a week off, but I am ready for it to come back now. I feel like I, I want to start see the start of the, the far era kick in properly at the weekend. Do you think this is it? He's had on the training ground. Apart from Pascal, who's been in Paris. And all the ones we've been talking about who have been away on international apart duty. Apart from them. He's really
3: going to have clicked with Joffe in this past week.
2: But I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for the weekend. But yeah, we'll cover all that off um, with Phil on Friday. And thank you for joining us on this one. Hope it's been suitable entertaining for you. If not, we'll try again next week. We'll see you soon. The Square
1: Ball Podcast. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials?